Hello, my name is Wendy, and I will be talking to you about who you are versus what you do. So, usually when we are asked, who are you, your first instinct is to go to your occupation, you know? You answer, I'm a student, or I'm a banker, or I'm a doctor, etc. But I find a problem in this kind of instinctual thinking, because once that occupation ends for example if you were in uni you graduate you're no longer a student you don't longer identify as a student you lose your identity you don't know who you are anymore so i find it problematic when we base our identity our our for lack of better word meanness <laughs> yeah on an occupation because occupations aren't eternal occupations change all the time and a lot of times it's not it's out of our control so i would like us to think of who we are not in terms of occupation but who you are in terms of who you actually are your individuality what makes you you so how do you define this individuality for yourself not for anybody else but for yourself this is done by dun 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 getting to know yourself easy right well not really <laughs> i've been on this journey so to speak of knowing myself intentionally getting to know myself for probably the last three four years and it's almost exactly like being in a relationship but it's just a one person relationship so what i like to do practically like to do is i take myself out on dates you know and it's not like i'll be talking to myself on these dates or sometimes i do which is cool but i do this so that i can learn the things i like learn the things i don't like you know spend quality time with myself intentional quality time with myself and i think those are skills that we could well not skills but patterns of behavior that we could all um implement into our lives so that we can get to know each other better um Whilst I'm on these dates, I like to think about the things I love, you know? I like to write. I love to write, actually. I love to read. I love nature. I like being amongst trees and plants, and all of that makes me happy. So, you know, slowly I start to build this description of myself. Not for anyone else in particular, just so that I can know who I am and be able to differentiate that from what I do, you know? Um... I've also, I also like to think about what I've always wanted to do, you know, so that I'm not just thinking of me as I am right now, but I'm thinking about who I would like to be in the future, preparing myself for the future me, you know, and making sure that, okay, I know where I am now, and I know where I want to get at, and I know what I have to do to get there, and I know the kind of person I have to be towards myself in order to get there, you know? And these little activities, these little alone times are very crucial for me, but I know for a lot of people as well when dealing with depression and anxiety. Because most of the time when you're feeling down, when you're anxious, you're your own worst enemy, you know? Your mind is your worst enemy. You're creating this dark space around yourself. So spending time alone seems like opposite what you should be doing but i feel like it's the type of 
um, spending time that you're doing. You know, it's the it's the way you spend time with yourself. It's the way you treat yourself when you're spending time with yourself. If you're creating this space of kindness, of openness, of wanting to love yourself, wanting to learn yourself, then slowly depression, slowly anxiety begins to take a step back. Like, whoa, this girl is really out here trying to learn herself, you know, trying to master herself and there is no more space for dark clouds it's i don't want to say it's all sunshine and rainbows because it isn't but it's ownership you know you've owned your situation you've owned your mind you're in charge and things that are outside seem to affect you less and less so spending time with yourself is also one of the ways in which we can combat depression combat anxiety combat all these feelings of uncertainty of fear of just not feeling in touch with yourself you know yeah so to sum up what i've said don't base your identity on your occupation occupations are so fleeting so temporary so out of our control that it's so dangerous to just base your whole individuality your whole self on what you do because what you do cannot even begin to encompass who you are you're multi-dimensional you're infinite literally infinite you know and this little occupation that you have for a couple of years cannot tell us cannot tell you of who you are and it's important to continuously and intentionally learn who you are and a practical way to do this is to date yourself you know literally go on dates with yourself treat yourself the way you would expect a partner to treat you when they're getting to know you you know ask yourself questions what are your dreams what are your hopes what do you love what do you not like all of those things and then you begin to build this picture this image of who you are and you continuously build on that and you allow yourself to change and you allow yourself to grow and it's such a fulfilling experience to quote plato an unexamined life is a life not worth living and i live by that um i'm constantly trying to figure out who i am figure out what i want in this life figure out what i don't want in this life and this these answers when i ask myself those kinds of questions they change almost weekly you know we are constantly changing constantly evolving and these answers are constantly changing as well so be ready for that be ready to literally watch yourself grow watch yourself become this other person and hopefully this person that you grow into is someone that you love someone you're proud of someone someone you know yeah thank you so much for tuning in and thank you nasu for having me here i liked to share full disclosure i was very shy while doing all of this so i hope that doesn't translate <laughs> but yeah thank you guys bye